0: Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
1: Welcome in to another edition of Locked On Titans. I'm Jimmy Morris, joined as always by Terry Lambert. Terry, what's going on?
0: Not a whole lot. What's
1: going on? Not too much. All right, so tonight we're going to do a little bit of a combine recap. So we'll go through a couple of the key positions that we think the Titans will be looking at, and uh, especially in the first couple of rounds of the draft. Before we do that, um, again, we write from MusicCityMiracles covering the Titans. There, uh, we'll obviously have a lot of stuff with uh, the combine rabbit up now, as we move into free agency and the pro days and stuff. So check us out there. Um, we'll have a ton of coverage there. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Jay Morris MCM. Terry's at T Lambert FB. Um, and you can follow the podcast account at Locked On Titans. Uh, this week we will do a, a Q&A show at some point, maybe like Wednesday or Thursday, because we're going to have probably a little bit of a, a, a couple of slow days here as we move into next week, free agency and all that kind of stuff. So um, check all that stuff out. Subscribe to the podcast, Locked On Titans on iTunes. Stitcher, wherever you get podcasts, so you get all the latest episodes as soon as they are available. All right, so the scouting combine wrapped up in Indianapolis on Monday. Uh, you know, it's always a it's always a fun time. We get to see these guys at least um, do. You know, a lot of people call it the underwear Olympics. We get to see a lot of the stuff that you know that, that we know. Uh, some guys, you, you get an idea of, of what they're going to be able to do, and they go out there and they put up numbers that you know kind of match the production that you've seen on tape. And there's always a few guys that you know kind of burst onto the scene at the combine, and their production from college doesn't necessarily match their numbers. Those are you know the Jeff Fisher slash Rustin, Rustin Webster guys. Luckily, uh, the Titans have John Robinson now, so we can kind of eliminate some of those guys based on the fact if, if they weren't very productive in college. Uh, we know that that's kind of a a thing that John Robinson looks for, and, and obviously with good reason. So, um, probably won't see as many of those guys drafted at least early the draft as you would have in years past. And then there's some guys that come in and you know they don't run as fast as we maybe thought they would or whatever. So that 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 is the same thing from year to year. Uh, obviously, our biggest, I guess, positions of note this year: running back and outside linebackers, edge guys. Uh, so, Terry, talk to me. Let's let's go through the running backs a little bit. Kind of talk to me about what stood out for you in that group.
0: Uh, well, you got to start with Saquon Barkley, and you know, there's no chance that's Titans and they're going to take this guy. But we can't ignore him either. Uh, it was a historical performance for him. Uh I checked every box uh, imaginable. I checked in at two thirty three. Uh, put up 29 reps on the bench press, ran 4-4 four, four flat, uh, had some of the most explosive jumps uh, and, and shuttle and agility times out there. So uh, I think Barkley is firmly in play in that top five. Uh, and we saw a report out today that he could be in play for number one overall. And, uh, you know, honestly, with, with Cleveland, uh, you know, that's not the worst idea in the world. You know, it, it's hard to screw that up. Outside of him, uh, Ronald Jones, the guy that's kind of been hanging around in that first-round conversation, pulled up lame on his 40 attempts, uh, ran a four six, and everybody kind of turned, turned their heads. Uh, he pulled up with that hamstring issue. Uh, so that limited him. He didn't participate in all the drills. So that was a little bit disappointing, but nothing you can do there. Uh, I thought Nick Chubb had a really good day. Uh, checking in at five ten two twenty seven, uh, was really explosive through the jumps. Top ten percentage in both the broad and the vertical jumps. Uh, put up twenty nine reps on the bench press. The question with him is going to be the knees. You know, he's blown out. Uh, he's had two major knee injuries. So can he hold up in the league? That's that's a huge question there. Um, I guess Sony Michelle. He had an okay day. Uh, he didn't blow anyone away. I don't think he hurt himself. You know, the tape doesn't lie with Sony, but he, he didn't blow anyone away. He ran the 4.5s. That was kind of expected. Everything else was just kind of average as far as the measurables go. Uh, realistically, a guy that the Titans are, are, might be after, Neheim Hines, a uh, guy out of NC State. He had the fastest 40 time there. Ran 4.38. Uh had good jumps, uh, looked explosive. Maybe, maybe a guy like that at the top of day three is going to be your pass catching back. Uh, we again, we've pounded this into your brains by this point. You know, we, we think the Titans are going to release Demarco Murray, so they're going to be in the market for one of those backs, likely in the draft. Maybe they sign one, but you know, as we've said, it's so deep you're going to get some of these guys into day two, day three that are going to come in and be productive. Uh, Hines kind of stood out to me this weekend. Yeah, he's a guy
1: that's interesting because, I mean, he did quite a bit of, of pass catching at NC State. And so, you know, just just kind of looking through those guys, I mean, that's one of the things. And we talked a lot about running backs last week. But, you know, even with a guy like Sonny Michelle who we both really like, and think he has the ability to be that guy uh, in, in the NFL. He didn't. He didn't catch a lot of passes in college. So um, you, you know, you still, I guess, a little bit have those question marks there. If you are a, if you're a fan of Sonny Michelle like I am, and you want him to be an option for the Titans, like you said, his day was okay. So does that. Leave the possibility that he could be there in the second round. I mean, I think it does. I think if he had have, if he would have gone in there or gone up there and run a little bit faster or whatever, you know, it might have pushed him up because he had a lot of buzz heading into the combine and he didn't do anything to, I guess, continue that momentum that he had going in. So um, it, it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with, with the running backs because there, there, it just seems like there's a lot of depth there. You know, like you said, obviously Barkley's going to go. What I mean, top ten at least. I mean, the Browns are really interesting, and just kind of off topic here for a second. When you look at what what they have the ability to do in this draft with the with the first and the fourth picks, you know they could take their quarterback if, if there's one they're in love with at, at one, and then possibly still get Barkley at four. Um, I, I guess the Colts are probably a, a team that, that could be eyeing Barkley in that position, but they could also I – mean, they, they've got a lot of holes. There, there's a lot of different ways they could go. Um, so uh, he's going to be a guy that's interesting to watch and just seeing how far he falls, you know, just seeing where every, all the, the rest of the running backs get pushed. Um, that, that'll be interesting to watch. But who do you think – I mean, guys, I mean, who, who's the second running back off the board do you think of this group?
0: I think it's guys at this point. Uh, you know, if, if Chubb didn't have the knee issue, maybe we're talking about Chubb. Um, I, I still think it's Geist. Uh, you know, he's going into the year, it was between him and Barkley, and there wasn't much separation there. Uh, I don't think Guys did anything to hurt himself there. So I, I still think he's in a good spot. I think, you know, Ronald Jones, if, if he could have stayed healthy and put up some huge numbers, he could have challenged for that spot. Uh, but I'm interested to see where the slotting is. You know, we've talked about the depth of this. Why are you going to take one in round one when you can get a productive one? You know, Royce Freeman is a guy that was talked about as a first-round pick, and he's kind of getting lost in the wash. Uh, he's going to go on day two, you know, maybe day three. Uh, so there's just so many guys that have fallen through the cracks. I'm kind of wondering if some of these guys that we think are going to go day one like a guy, so well, what happens? Uh, maybe one of those guys falls to day two, or maybe two or three of them do. Uh, so I, I, I think we're probably, as Titans fans, are. I think the Titans are going to have their pick of the litter with that second-round pick.
1: Yeah, and I, I think it's a good spot for the Titans to be in in this draft. Like you said, there, there's just a lot of depth in in kind of the middle of this group. And so, like you said, they don't have to reach for a guy necessarily at 25 because there's still going to be a, a host of guys sitting there. I think we see a bunch of running backs get picked in the second round of this draft. I think that that's kind of what it feels like it's going gonna, gonna to play out for for this time. All right, coming up in a second, we'll talk a little bit about the outside linebacker prospects and how they looked at the Combine.
0: Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: So, I mean, obviously the other thing that has been popularly mocked to the Titans at 25 is an edge guy. Harold Landry of Boston College is a guy that we spent a lot of time on talking about. Um, We kind of said that, you know, basically the injury that that slowed him down in 2017 was the only thing that made him even a possibility for the Titans at 25, but it kind of seems like the numbers that he put up in, in in Indianapolis probably pushed him to a point to where he's going to be long gone when the Titans are on the clock.
0: I totally agree with that. Uh, and, you know, we, we said that three weeks ago or whenever we talked about him. Uh, you flip on the, the 2016 tape and the guy looks like Vic Beasley. Uh, he's just firing off the ball. Gets around the corner. Wins with speed. He can bend. He can do everything you want. He's not as long as Vic was. Uh, he, he doesn't have ideal length, but I think he makes up for it enough with that speed, with that first step, with that ability to bend. So, and uh, he comes out on Sunday and he he tops the chart in 60 yard shuttle. Uh, he's in the top 10 percentile wise in the 20 yard shuttle. Top 10 in three cone drill. Uh, he runs a great time, 464 four in the 40. So athletically, he's just checking all the boxes. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I think athleticism matters the most on, on the edge to me. Uh, I'd much rather take a project on the edge who has that God-given talent uh, be over a guy like. Uh, I, Struggling for a name here, Derek Morgan. You know, Derek Morgan's just kind of an average guy in the league. He's not gonna, he's not gonna carry a defense. I'd much rather get that guy with the athletic upside, uh, and I think Landry has it. And because of that, I, I think he's gonna be long gone. I think he's picked somewhere in between picks ten and twenty, if not higher
1: yeah so I mean like we we kind of had been talking all along about that was really a long shot for the Titans. um the only the only chance they had was if, if he possibly just wasn't able to do anything at the combine that that you could see um you know see him fall there um Bradley Chubb I mean what do you think of his performance
0: Bradley Chubb was kind of let down uh he you know he came in with the top five billing. Uh, had a lot to live up to and really faltered. Uh, so I think guy, I think teams with these athletic parameters are, are now kind of second guessing. And and it's not something to where you know Brelochov's fallen to to pick 20 now. No, you're going to go back in the tape and you're you're going to take a look. Uh, you're going to see what he did. You're going to see if that second look tells you anything. But athletically, he just didn't he didn't you know stand up to to Harold Landry. And the top guys, and Lorenzo Carter, even. Uh, So that one's interesting to me. I want to see if we start hearing buzz about him potentially dropping. I don't think he ever becomes an option for the Titans. But I I do think it's a possibility that he could fall out of that top five range. So, I
1: mean, I think we agree Chubb is, is the first guy picked here. Landry probably the second who's three and four, because that is where, uh, I mean, the Titans are realistically going to have a shot at getting a guy.
0: Yeah, and and it's it's kind of crowded. It's kind of like pick a flavor. Uh, You know, a guy that I didn't like on first viewing was Sam Hubbard uh, out of Ohio State, and and then he comes out and and proves me wrong and looks super athletic at, at the combine. So he's a guy that I'll probably have to go back and look look at, but I mean, athletically, the agility was off the charts. He was one of the top performers of the three-cone drill, uh, you know, top 25 percentage in, in both the shuttles. Uh, comes in at 6'5", 270, so he did all that at, at over 270 pounds. Uh, his top comparison on mockdraftable.com, which is a really great website to really break down all of these measurements, his top comparison athletically is to Joey Bosa. Uh, So that kind of gives you an idea of the athletic specimen that he is. And and it's weird because he just did not show me that on tape. I didn't see the burst. I didn't see the bend. Uh, But maybe he's a guy that that Titans could be able to pick uh, late and and a guy that they could groom and a guy that's going to be a solid producer, kind of like a Derek Morgan type uh, and Kerry Coombs has ties to Hubbard. He coached him at, at Ohio State, obviously. I think he was his main recruiter, actually, if I'm not wrong there. Uh, so Sam Hubbard is a guy that you're going to hear a lot of, about. Uh, Lorenzo Carter from Georgia comes out and, and runs a four four six, Uh Crazy athleticism out of him as an edge guy. Uh, and then I think you're going to hear about Arden Key, uh, the LSU pass rusher. You, I'm sure you know his name by now. Uh, at one point, was up to 280 last year. Uh, took a leave of absence to deal with some family issues. He showed up at the combine back at 238, which is what he played at in 2016. Uh, it was a little disappointing, honestly, with, with the athleticism. But you know, you still, I, I still think he's a good enough athlete to make a difference on the edge. So, if he can get back to that 2016 form where he broke the LSU sack record uh titans could get a steal right there but he's one of those boomer bust types you know you just wonder about the motivation there why did he get up to 280 is he gonna you know why did he take that leave of absence there's a lot of unanswered questions there uh but i wouldn't hate taking a guy like arden key with that upside
1: yeah i mean that's gonna be the biggest thing on arden key is how did he do in the in the interviews are are teams satisfied with the answers he gave those questions that you raised, because the, the athletic ability is, is obviously, there's there's no doubt that it's there. Um, the production was there at times in college, so it's just going to be a matter of the teams saying they can trust him coming in, and I mean, I, I think he probably ends up as a first-round pick. I don't know if that'll be here or not. Um, But, I mean, he's just a guy that has so much ability. And and teams fall in love with these pass rushers. We've we've talked about that, about how they get pushed up boards. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see. Like I said, I think the Titans are at this point. uh, I mean, we never thought they were going to have a chance at Chubb. Um, Talked about Landry. So, I mean, I I think both of those guys will be off the board. So, then it'll be, like you said, which of these guys does John Robinson feel the best about. And, I mean, I I think he's going to have – I mean, the Titans are in a pretty good spot to pick – whoever their best player is on their board. They don't have to force a guy um, w- with that 25th pick. You know, do, do one of these guys stand out above the rest to John – or does one of these guys stand out above the rest to John Robinson? That'll be, you know, I guess the determining factor there. Anybody else uh, – I mean, we, we talked a lot about, obviously, the, the need at interior offensive line. Um, they could address that in free agency. Uh, we'll we'll kind of see how that plays out. But, um, you know, the, those guys, it, there's not really a lot of exciting stuff to talk about when it comes to their uh, their combine workouts. That's, that's not necessarily the most fun thing to watch. But anybody else that had just like a standout performance to combine we need to mention?
0: Well, I, I don't know about standout performance. I, I did neglect to, to mention Marcus Davenport from Texas-San Antonio. He's probably going to be that third edge ed rusher uh, off the board. Uh, not sure if he gets down to the, the Titans or not. But uh, standout performers, i got to go with Mike Gusecki, the tight end from from Penn State. Did not see this coming at all, but this dude tested like the next Gronk. I I mean, you look, he was in the top ten in just about everything he did. Uh, 96th percentile in the shuttle, 98th percentile in the three cone, comes out 6'5", 247, runs 4'5", 4. So, you know, everybody thinks the Titans need a tight end. You might see Gusecki's name – pop up in some mock drafts soon.
1: Yeah, which I don't I don't think that's necessarily a route that we think they will go. No. But, um, yeah, he, he's a guy that, that obviously rose up boards with with what he was able to do there. So, you know, again, it wasn't – there wasn't that big – you know, it seems like in the past there's been guys getting kicked out of the combine for different things, guys, you know, a lot of injuries or whatever. Um, the offensive lineman from Ohio State, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but, you know, he tore a peck in his in his workout he's a guy that was kind of a a fringe first rounder second round guy um but i mean he should be ready for the start of the season so i don't know he's still a guy that could be on the titans radar but there wasn't a whole lot of there wasn't a whole lot of drama at this combine, which I guess is a good thing. Now, the drug tests and all that stuff, the Wonder Lake scores—you know, those things tend to leak out uh, in, in the weeks, you know, that that follow the combine. So we'll, we'll we'll learn more about that kind of stuff as it goes along. But what, what, there weren't a whole lot of you know noteworthy, newsworthy events that happened at this combine. So I, I think that you know it just kind of a lot of what we expected, and didn't really seem to, to, to didn't really see anything. I don't think that would necessarily make a big swing on boards right now so now you know you move into the to the phase of this where you've got pro days coming up so you'll have some guys like an arden key uh, he'll probably run a 40 at his pro day he didn't in indianapolis i mean you'll see some of that kind of stuff but now you know it's back to these guys the scouts watching tape all that kind of stuff getting ready for the draft and then like i said free agency which starts next week um you know and we'll have a better idea of what the Titans need. As we see what they what they do in free agency, but I mean the reason we focus on running back and in edge rusher in this is because I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but I, I mean I don't think the Titans are going to go out and spend big money on a free agent running back. Um, like you said, that they're gonna they're gonna get rid of Demarco Murray, but I mean like a Jarek McKinnon is a guy that would that would kind of fit here. But, you know, what's the market going to be? If he's going to get a bunch of money, I, I don't see that as a route that John Robinson goes. We talk about edge rushers because if you want to get an impact player, you've got to get that guy in a draft. Those guys, once they come in and are productive in the NFL, they don't hit free agency. So, I mean, it, it seems like interior offensive line would be a, a place that they could address in free agency. But, I mean, I think that running back and in, in, in edge rusher are the things that you're going to see them have to address in the draft for the scarcity of edge guys in free agency and then just not wanting to pay the price to these, these free agent running backs.
0: Yeah, running back, you can patch up pretty quick. I'd argue offensive line, you can patch up pretty quick. You know, we saw we saw them do that with Josh Klein. But edge rusher, is a, that's stuff that you have to draft, that's stuff you got to plan for. Titans don't have a long-term plan. So uh, by whatever means necessary, they've got to fix that going into this season, I think. Uh, Arakpo and Morgan are still going to be here for one more year, we, we assume. Uh, but their contracts expire, and then there's just nothing there. So do you bring one back? Maybe. Uh, but I'd like to have one on the roster, at, at the very least developing, uh, before both of those guys leave in free agency like we think they will. So uh, I I don't know. I, I think there are guys there for, te- for the taking. I'm not sure they lasted 25. We've seen John Robinson uh, have the ability to move up. He's not scared to do that. He he will give up future picks. You know he'll give up mid round picks. He'll go get the guy he wants. So uh, that's that would be my goal if I'm John Robinson. I'm getting the future of this pass rusher out of this draft by any means necessary.
1: Yeah, and I think maybe it was Mike Keith I heard talking about the other day on the radio that if there's a guy that John Robinson thinks you know, hey, this guy can come in and be an impact player now would would maybe be willing to give up a pick or two in this draft to move up and get that guy because you don't they don't need six rookies to come in at this point. I mean they're they're pretty solid in what they've got. If that impact guy is there and you think he's within you know striking distance, it would be worthwhile for them to give up a, a pick or two to go get him. Uh, You you know, again, just with the roster being more solid than it was a couple years ago, where a couple years ago you needed to make as many picks as you could and hope that as many of those guys as could came in and stuck on the roster because you had holes everywhere, not the case anymore, so that's obviously a good place to be. So like I said, we'll we'll keep an eye on all this as as it goes along. Um, so for the rest of this week, we'll probably move back into our roster breakdown. Uh, we we did pretty much the offense, but we'll look at the defense th- these next couple of days, and then next week free agency starts, and obviously we'll have a ton to talk about there. Um, and then we'll we'll continue to look at draft guys uh, to bring on to get information from. Um, so we'll we'll have a guest on from time to time to talk about that. And again, like I said, we'll take your questions later this week. So follow the Titan, the I mean the podcast account at locker on Titans, and we'll throw that out there. Terry, anything else before we get out tonight? That's all I got. All right. So, like I said, subscribe to the podcast, Locked on Titans. Follow us on Twitter at MCM at tlembertfb, museummiracles.com. We'll have a ton of information stuff. We got a good post there today about free agency guys that are, that are going to be available, a uh, good post on Alan Robinson breaking down his, his availability and is he a fit for the Titans. So check all that stuff out. For Terry, this is Jimmy saying thanks for listening to Locked on Titans, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked on NFL Draft Podcast.